0: Welcome to Spirit-Filled Revelations. I am the Prophetic Voice all the way live from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Revelation Exposed. Welcome to our program today. Uh, We're going to be talking to a friend of mine, uh, Miss TC. Uh, She is a Spirit-Filled Woman of God. Uh, I know she has something to say that will motivate and inspire you uh, to dig deep into yourself on today. Uh, We have some positive affirmations to uh, give to you to release. I may not be able to get to all of them, but we're going to go down a list of things. You can go back on a podcast and review it if it's something that you heard that catches your ear. But we're going to take our time and we're going to speak on some of the subjects that we outline. And so I I want to say to you, welcome once again, uh, as we get deep down into this. Now, my foundation is always biblical, always spiritual. And so my verse that I'm coming from is Proverbs chapter 23, verse number seven. And what it talks about is that we have a spirit man that is alive and well. And what it says in the Bible is talking about the heart. In the Bible, the heart is considered the seat of life, uh, of strength. Uh, Hence, it means the mind, the soul, the spirit or one's entire emotional nature and understanding. The heart is the organ that is said to have the ability to reason, question, meditate, motivate, and think. So, as a man thinketh in his heart, So is he. Let us dig deep. Before we get into this assignment, uh, once again, I'm going to introduce Miss TC. I want her to just to give you a brief background of what she does for a living. Uh, She's now retired. God bless her. Uh, But she's been in the business for a long time. And I'm sure she has some great insight. Uh, to what we're going to talk about on today. So let me introduce you to her as she gives a a brief synopsis of where she comes from and what she does.
1: Well thank you James and I am so grateful to be here and really feel blessed to be a part of your program. So thank you for that. Um, Hooray I am recently retired (laughs) However, prior to retirement, I worked the past 14 years in the juvenile justice business at the state. Wow. And uh, every day loved the opportunity to go to work to assist our counties to provide programs for kids that were in custody, Mm. helping them to turn their lives around and become functioning members of society. I also helped to provide some of the funding that uh, covers salaries and the program development. Okay, it was okay. a wonderful job. I loved it.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah, so. And so you see, she's been in the system that you really need to be a caring person. Uh, she, she, she's very uh, delightful to be around. Her spirit is very mellow, is very loving. And so what we're going to be talking about is how to appreciate yourself Uh, as a man thinketh it. So is he. Uh, It's deep because it goes down into the heart of a person. What's on the inside of you and how do you feel about yourself? It becomes a thought when you begin to think think about who I am in God. Uh, You have to question yourself, motivate yourself, inspire yourself to be all that God has called you to be. Uh, We can't let people tell us we'll never be nothing, you're not beautiful uh you're too fat uh you're too tall you're too short you know i don't like your hair i don't like and so we let people put all this stuff in the atmosphere uh that can enter into our spirit that can cause us uh to not feel great about ourselves but i'm here to tell you today uh If you are in God, if you are pursuing God, uh, if you would like to know God and what he feels about you, it would be now time to investigate the word of God. Because God tells us that we are beautiful. Glory to God. Glory to God. And so we're going to get started and uh, we're going to give commentary in and out. And we pray that you enjoy this program. Father God, I ask for you to move by your spirit. uh, Speak the heart of the matter. uh, That those who are listening may be blessed uh, by your word. And what you desire for them to feel about themselves. We thank you. We give you all the praise, glory, and honor. We count it done. In Jesus' mighty name we pray, amen. Let us get started. Let us read.
1: I am blessed. I am strong. I am prosperous. I am healthy. Yes. I am attractive. I am full of health, vitality, and wholeness. Wait.
0: Her first statement was, I am blessed. Do you feel blessed in your life? Well, Brother James, what does that exactly mean? Um, Do you appreciate the things that God has given you in your life? Uh, Do you have a wonderful husband? Do you have a wonderful wife? Do you have wonderful children? Are your grandchildren functioning and enjoying life? Uh, has God provided you with a beautiful home and you have good health and do you appreciate what God has given you in your life? Uh, are you blessed? I can say that I'm blessed. a uh, beautiful wife. Um, I have a career that I enjoy. Um, I'm healthy, you know my mind is, is clear. And I function uh, each day that I wake up that God blessed me another day on the earth. So see, to say to yourself, I am blessed, will cause you to uh, discover your inventory on the inside of why you're blessed. And so if you get up in the morning and just say, I'm blessed. I say it at work, I talk to my wife, when we talk together, we have fun, we have good fellowship. We just always say we're blessed. We're just blessed people, you know, because we appreciate what God has given us thus far in our lives. Uh, every day is something to change. We just have to enjoy the fruit that God has given us one day at a time. Uh, She said that I am strong, um, able to go through the ups and downs of life, the insides and outsides of the history of what you might have been through, what you might have endured. Some of these things uh, are heartfelt, uh, whether it was a loved one you lost, whether you're dealing with your children, your grandchildren. Uh, There's a lot of things that go into Uh, I am strong. Why can I say that? Because I continue to move in life and that's why I have to constantly say I'm strong. I can deal with this. Um, On my CD, uh, one of my title songs are I'm Hard to Kill and I mean that sincerely. I don't care what the enemy, um, some of you may call the devil, uh you know the adversary negative energy uh it doesn't matter if it comes at me i'm going to go into the word of god and find out what god says about a situation about a subject matter and i'm going to have faith meditate and believe that god's word will come to pass in my life, so I have to continue to be strong. Glory to God, and that's why I always say I'm hard to kill. You know, uh, I don't have a, a great day every day. I'm human. Um, things happen in the family. Things may happen with my wife's family. We talk about different subjects and issues of life that goes on daily. Um, but we come together in faith and we pray and ask God to intervene that we might be strong through whatever ordeal we may be going through. Uh, she said that I am prosperous. Uh, you're looking at a very prosperous woman. Uh, can't give you all the details. Uh, that's not this kind of program, but she's blessed and she's very prosperous, um, I am healthy. Are you healthy? When we say healthy, it has a dual connection. Um, Healthy in the physical substance of our body. And am I healthy on the inside of my spirit? So what would you say uh, healthy means to you in your spirit, man?
1: Wow, I think, James, that... um to be healthy in the spirit encompasses everything that you've just talked about. For example, um, I am strong. Yes. In my mind, in the spirit, a healthy strong is really overcoming any fear. Beautiful. You know, it isn't the muscle. Right. But it's, I am strong because I can get through this. As you mentioned, um, being healthy in the spirit also, to me, means being positive and being positive when you're with your friends, when you're with your spouse, um, when you're with acquaintances. Because if you're if you are being positive, then you've got the love and it yes and you're healthy. See, you're healthy within the Lord.
0: Very well said. See, she, oh, she explained that so good. It's it's just being. Uh, Healthy in your spirit is just, I'm alive, you know, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm loving on life. Uh, we always say live, love, and laugh. And when we get together and we have our little powwows, um, we, we have fun and we enjoy each other. And we just live, love, and we laugh. And so uh, we want you to be healthy that way. Now, this next one uh, is a little deep. Um, I am attractive. Uh, We were talking about this before the program started, how it's such an issue with people now, uh, with the media and the Internet, and all that's being put out in magazines and um, all this social media stuff that's going on, um, I believe is uh, showing a lot of delusional images into your spirit uh everybody wasn't meant to be a size zero uh everybody wasn't meant to have these uh, enormous breasts um they're showing all of this skin and all of a woman's body you know um on the social media of all the posts and stuff and and even on tv the commercials and all of that, you know. Uh, what what does a woman that's half-dressed with big breasts have to do with selling milk? You know, they use the simplest stuff to put that into your spirit. It's, 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 it's called a delusional offset is when I was studying out. Um, it's causing people to lose their mind. Because women are trying to keep up with uh, society's way of what you should look like. You know, um, uh, you have to be this thin, and you have to wear this, and you have to do that. And this is the perfect model of a woman. Well, um, I come against that. Because you are beautiful and attractive just the way God created you to be. You are somebody. You are beautiful, whether you're short, tall, uh, heavy, uh, what they call big boned, um, where I'm from, you know. I'm from the hood, you know, the inner city, and they call the women there some uh, big boners, as well as down south. You know, they're big boned. They're just structured bigger than average people. Um, But society and media would have us to think that everybody has to be a size zero. I don't believe that's true. Um, I believe that it doesn't matter what size you are. Uh, If you're not comfortable with your size, uh, maybe we can suggest exercising, um, doing something um, with your diet. Uh, What you put in your body that may cause you to gain weight or even to cause you to lose weight. That can go both ways, you know. So um, understand that you are attractive as is. As God created you to be. You're very beautiful and you need to know that and say that to yourself. We're talking about positive affirmations. What you can speak Into your life Uh, When God in the word of God He spoke Light into existence And because we are Created in his image We have the same Power on the inside To speak Into existence Who we are As a man thinketh it I'm still on scripture So as he thinketh in his heart So is he so if I think in my heart that I'm attractive, I'm good-looking brother. No, no, just, just kidding. We like to have fun. We like to have fun. Keep it simplistic. You know, I try to keep up with the fresh cut and shave and all that. But I will say to myself, you know, that I do all right. You know, I'm not vain, but I can speak positive is what I'm saying about myself when I look in the mirror. Yes, I can. And uh, me and my wife, we laugh about it all the time. And, and she'll say it. I'm beautiful too. Look at that. We'll pose and everything. It's just being positive, having fun with who you are, and being creatively speaking into your life. Listen, listen. Uh, I am full of health, vitality, and wholeness. Uh, I am energetic. A mover and a shaker, as my wife would say. Uh, This young lady here is a mover and a shaker. I mean, she make you tired just watching her routine, what she does on a daily basis. You talk about energetic. Her and her husband. They're very energetic people. And my wife always tells me sometimes that I need to get more energetic. (laughs) You know, because I can be real lax and daisy and don't want to do nothing, you know, in, in a day, you know. So I have to keep saying to myself, I am energetic. I got things to do today, you know. Move and shake, okay. Uh, I like to have fun. You, uh, If you have been listening to my podcast, you understand that I like to have fun and be simplistic. And that's what life is all about. I don't have nothing fancy to talk to you about today. Something simple to touch your heart, to have you to cause yourself to think better about yourself. This is what we're talking about. Okay, let's read some more. Let's start at I am radiant.
1: I am radiant. I am beautiful. I am special. I am loving. I am compassionate. Ooh. I am valuable.
0: Stop right there. Let's go back to... We already talked about beautiful. I am special. Do you believe uh, deep down inside that you are special? I do.
1: Absolutely.
0: I think what we have to offer to mankind, to the people we deal with, uh, whether we work in, whether we're with our friends, uh, our family... Um, I'm special because when I come into the room, I want to be a light to cause people to feel special. It's all about radiant. I am radiant. When we talk about radiant, what kind of spirit radiates off of you when you are around other people? Um, I want them to feel that they're special. I try to encourage them. That you are special. Uh, I try to let them know um, that uh, they are beautiful. Like we just talked about a few minutes ago. Uh, My whole objective as a motivational speaker is to speak into the heart of a man and a woman. uh, Their children, their grandchildren. It doesn't matter who I'm around. But is to motivate them and to get the best out of them. Uh, So that they can continue in their journey in this earth. Uh, That's my assignment as a motivational speaker. Okay. I am loving, she said. I am compassionate. Whoa. This is a hard one for me. Uh, Because of being in ministry for 16 years. uh, In the church house. Uh, I've seen some really loving people, caring people, concerned people, and I've seen some that were compassionate but on the other hand I've seen some very mean people who have declared the Lord You know, I worked around people who have no compassion. Uh, They have no uh, feeling for other people's feelings. Uh, When we talk about being compassionate, uh, how are you listening to uh, your loved ones when they're going through something? What kind of compassion is on the inside of you that will cause you to hear what they're going through and then be a light and assist them or help counsel them through their issue? That takes a compassionate person. So you have to continue to tell yourself, Lord, I desire to be compassionate. I tell you, I say that with sincerity because I work with the SMI population and they're all over the place. And they have many mental issues that I deal with on a daily basis when I'm at work. Um, I have to have compassion. Um, When they're cussing at me and fussing because they don't have towels and I need more toothpaste and and you're a piece of blank and I don't even like you and, and I'm here surrounded by all of this, I have to be compassion. Where is that in the Bible, Brother James? Jesus, even when he went to the cross, he asked the Father. To forgive them. For they know not what they do. Think about that. Forgive them. For they know not what they do. Powerful. I'll be digging to that down the road. I got a real good word for that. uh, As far as what Jesus did when he went to the cross. And what he uh, expressed. Uh, He even Wanted them to be forgiven even as they beat him, whipped him, and put spikes in him and did all kind of stuff. But he still had the compassion because he was spirit-filled. That's my ministry, spirit-filled revelations. He was spirit-filled so he had enough on the inside by the spirit. You and I can't do it. As human beings, we're not wired to be that compassionate. I tell you, uh, we need help. And thank God for the Holy Spirit of God that helps me be compassionate. Uh, The next one, I am valuable. Mm. What would you say to that scenario?
1: I am valuable to me ties in very closely with I am special. And that means something different to everyone that you meet. Yes. So today, I feel I am valuable right now in this minute. Yes, you are. Because we're ministering together. Yes. When I go home and I talk to my grandson, right, I'm going to be special to him in a very different way than I feel I am right now. Yes. Um, yes. And valuable.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: So it it, I think in the moment. Yes. It changes your value changes, but it is. Everything as you have already said about positivity the compassion is not about you You've let your ego go, right? Jesus had no ego there on the cross none and That's where we need To get the strength to let go of us. It's not about us. It's about how we can be valuable special And meaningful to the people that are in our lives.
0: Beautiful. My God. I just knew she was going to be a blessing on today. Such insight. Oh, my goodness. Let us read uh, from I am one of a kind.
1: I am one of a kind. I am confident. I am secure. I am victorious. Mm. I am smart. I am well off. Mm. I am improving.
0: Let's stop right there. Beautiful, beautiful. Whew. I always say I'm crazy <laughs> in a peaceful way. Uh, I am, she said, a one of a kind. <laughs> You, I'm talking to you that are looking, that are viewing this podcast. I'm telling you that you are a one of a kind. God created you in a special way and no one can be who you are. No one can duplicate who you are. Uh, what's on the inside of you Is God-given and constructed and developed just for you. TC, you are one of a kind. There'll never be another TC. There'll never be another Brother James. We are all one of a kind people. And so are you. Uh, You have to be, the next one was I am confident. Uh, You have to be confident as to what God created your one-of-a-kind to be. (laughs) I'm confident in what my one-of-a-kind is because God gave it to me. So I don't have an issue with being a a one-of-a-kind. Neither should you. Don't you ever worry about what people think about your one-of-a-kind self. Uh, He does this different. Um, I wouldn't put this on my toast. Uh, Why does he put sugar in that? Uh, It's a a one-of-a-kind scenario. Everybody's individually made and drafted to be a a one-of-a-kind. This is what they like. This is what God put in them to desire. So you have to say to yourself... It's okay for me to be a one of a kind. It does not matter what they think about me. I have to be my one of a kind. We're still talking about positive affirmations to speak into your life. My God. I am secure is very tricky. I went through a phase. I have to be Uh, transparent, and I told you that I always would and keep things simplistic. Uh, Because of my upbringing and some of the things that uh, I endure and experience uh, as a young man in life, uh, I had some issues with being uh, secure within myself, uh, chasing down my identity. Who am I? Uh, when I finally stepped out of the nest, as they say, and began to um, go into the adventures of life, I was uh, very uh, distraught about who I really was. Uh, you know, you have your your parents and you have your, uh, your family members and even your children, you know, uh, can cause you to feel a little insecure um, but when you step out and begin to live in life you learn to be secure within yourself because you learn how to stay alive and by doing that you grow and what we're going to be talking about as we go down You grow into this person and this self-identity of who you are, and you become secure within yourself. The other way or reason why I'm secure is because of the God-man in me and what the Word of God says about me. Uh, In Genesis, he talks about how he created us in his image. And at the end, he says, and God blessed them. And so I have to be secure in the word of God. If God said, the word of God said, God blessed them, talking about the man and the woman in the garden and all that, then I have to believe that I'm secure in God. There's nothing impossible for God. I'm secure in God. Uh, I am victorious, she said. Uh, I just feel like a winner. Uh, You have to talk uh, into your mirror and see yourself as a winner. Um, Do I win every race? No. But as long as I run the race, I'm a winner. Uh, the Bible says the race is not given to the swift nor the strong, but those that endure to the end. I'm a winner. I have to keep it biblical. Uh, the Word of God is just on the inside. I've been in the Word of God for many, many years. So uh, it's just in me. But that's what the Word of God says. Um, so I am victorious. As long as i stay in the race i'm considered a winner now am i well off yes i'm fortunate to be well off um, because i feel that god has provided me with all that is needed in my life one day at a time you know beautiful wife Beautiful children. I don't get to see my grandchildren very often, but um, I'm well off with them. Um, Family. My mother's still alive. Um, You know, I have beautiful friends, wonderful friends. Um, My health is so-so. I didn't work out today, but I still feel a little loose and limber. You know, I got got that LA fitness thing going on. I'm energetic today. I woke up energetic, you know. So, yes, I feel like I'm well off. You know, um, sad to say, many people didn't get up this morning or many people couldn't breathe this morning. Uh, they couldn't put their own clothes on this morning. They had to be fed. I used to work with the health care for uh, senior citizens who could not do anything for themselves. I mean, that's a whole nother subject. But what I'm saying is be thankful uh, that you can function like a normal person on today. Uh so yes, I am well off. I'm I'm functioning. I'm breathing. I have my eyesight. I have my hearing, my taste. I can smell the beautiful roses in our backyard. I mean, I'm well off. I don't know what else to say. I got a beautiful wife. You know, she took a break on today. You know, she's just kicking back, relaxing, watching a video, watching a podcast, you know. Uh, We're we're blessed and we are considered well off. Um, Some people consider having a million dollars being well off. Well, I'd rather just be well off with the simplistic things of life. And that's why I can say I woke up this morning well off. Glory to God. I plan on keeping it simplistic. All right, let's keep moving along. I have here, I'm improving what do you feel, or what would you say to someone who is on the journey to feel better about themselves? Are they How do you uh, convince them to uh, appreciate improving?
1: Well, improvement to me is you get out of bed in the morning and you're putting one foot in front of the other and you are awake and you are alive in your faith and the spirit and everything you do is towards growth yes and growth is improvement yes Um, so improvement is just taking one step at a time
0: that's good that's very good
1: and believing in yourself
0: And believing that the next one is, I'm getting better and better every day. You have to keep believing and speaking into that mirror of what I call self. And believe that I'm getting better and better every day. Do we struggle with the natural issues of life? Whether it be our eating habits, uh, our, 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 our fussing, atti- I mean, attitudes, and all of that stuff. Uh, yes, but if you practice doing better, you can say, I'm getting better every day. I'm doing my very best to stay away from the chocolate." And that's one of my <laughs> enemies, chocolate. Oh, I got a serious sweet too. But anyway, all right. And if I can just throw one yes. other thing in, James, getting better every
1: day is by your standard, not by what the television Thank says, you. not what somebody else is saying. Help us out. It's it's by your own standard, so. I'm improving if maybe I can get out and finally walk a mile. Yes. You're improving if you run a mile. Right. So don't put those false standards on yourself. Oh, that's beautiful.
0: Oh, very well said. Very well said. What you can do to better yourself, don't compare it with someone else's growth. It's your growth and what you learn to do better one day at a time. That was very well said. Uh, I am successful. Uh, I am a good learner. Uh, I really don't have a whole lot of insight into that. But I would say um, I feel like I'm a good learner because I read a lot. And... um, I'm okay with instructions. I'm okay with information, especially information that I just don't know. You know, if I'm talking to a mechanic about uh, why the car is has a knock or is not sounding right, um, it would be to my advantage to hear what the mechanic has to say about the car mm-hmm. because I'm not a mechanic. And so I think I am a a good learner. Are you a good learner? Are you willing to invest in research and the word of God and learn more of God? Uh, You learn more of God by opening up the Bible and reading. And that would cause you to become a learner. You're a learner of the word of God. Spiritually, it would be called a disciple. I was discipled when I was in ministry and I was taught how to dissect the word of God, how to go into my concordance and look up certain things I was going through to see what God said about it, learning. So uh, we're always learning in life. Uh, My grandfather would say, live life and let life live. Why? Because you have to live life. But you have to let life live. And as life is living and breathing, you're learning about how to navigate through life. As as simplistic as I can put it. Live life and let life live. And once you get in the flow of that concept, uh, you may have more peace in your life when it comes to uh what's going on in life all that's around us we have a lot going on in this world as we speak uh i want to learn i'm I'm a news buff Uh, i want to know what's going on around me so i'm always learning that's a good mode to get into Now, this next one is tricky. I am accepted. Will you be accepted by everybody? No, you will not. Uh, TC and myself, uh, she's heartfelt like I am. We're spiritual people. And we don't mean nothing but the best for the listener on this day. Will everybody accept this? Not at all. Uh, My prayer is always, if we just reach one person, I will rejoice. Uh, You have to know in a personal way that everybody's not going to accept who you are, what you stand for, what you believe in how you raise your children, how you are in your relationship with your husband or your wife. Why does she treat him like that? And why is she so, you know, my wife is so attentive to me. She, you know, honey, do you need this? Uh, Can I help you with that? And I always tell her, stop. I got it, I got it, I'm good. Well, I just want, I'm not doing nothing now, you know? And you know, it's just so beautiful how she is attentive to me. Some people might say that's a little overbearing. That's a little much. But I love it, you know I I like to be pampered I mean, you know And I pamper her, you know That go both ways, you know Um, but, you know It's just, it's something that you have to really dig deep about When it comes to, um Feeling accepted That can go into a lot of different areas I don't have a whole lot of time To dig deep into that Because that's the issues of a heart What we started off with You know, um As a man think of in his heart, so is he, you know, do you feel in your heart, you know, that I am accepted, you know, and I hate to say it, but I have to be uh, true to the matter is that if you don't accept it, I'll just continue to pray that one day you do. And I would say that to the non-believer. Get into the Word of God for yourself and see what it says before you decide to just shove it away. Now, mm, here's the next one. Read from I am qualified.
1: I am qualified. I am empowered. Mm. I am equipped. Mm-hmm. I am a success I am well able.
0: Oh, that's so good. That's so good. Oh, my goodness. Mm. And uh, let me give you a, a scriptural background to that. Mm. It's so good. It talks about uh, in 2 Timothy. Uh, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17. It says that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. Listen, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. I don't want to get too deep because I'll get excited and start jumping all over the place. (laughs) When I get a word like that in me, boy, it's hard to control. Oh, my God. But (laughs) I am qualified. Mm. I am empowered. Yes. Am I equipped? Yes. With what? The Word of God. Oh, my God. I try not to be too uh, much of a fanatic because I want this podcast to be simplistic and um, heartfelt. Um, But, you know, I can't stop saying how much um, the Word of God has equipped me for life. It trains you up. It gives correction when you're wrong. Uh, It talks about rebuking, like when you know you did something wrong. The word of God will rebuke you and say, you know, that's not right. Oh, my God. And it just equips you for living life. It's just what the word of God is made for. To keep you in life. And when you get out of order, to bring you back to where you should be. Your original intent before we send in the garden. When Eve ate the apple that she wasn't supposed to. And no, we don't blame it all on Eve because Adam was told the same thing. But what did Adam do? He looked at his lovely wife. She was happy. She was smiling. And she said, here, honey, eat. (laughs) And when he ate, because he was the one that was supposed to be in charge of the garden, the man of the house, uh, the provider uh, to keep everything in order. Yes, the man was put there to do that. But when Eve ate, until he ate, it didn't become sin. But once the man ate, that's a whole other story. It became sin. Okay, before that, they walked in the garden with no worries, no cares, no depression, no any kind of anything mentally going on in their minds because God had everything in control. I'm going somewhere with this. Just just listen, listen, listen. So until we get back to the Word of God. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. Uh, We will always be missing a part of the righteousness of life. Meaning what God called us to do in the right way as we live in the earth. It's a spiritual thing. And it's Harvard in the heart. So the more word, the more spiritual you become... The more your heart will open up and receive the things of God. Glory to God! Oh, that just that just that takes me right there. Okay, Mm, I get excited sometimes. Um, So I'm equipped and I am successful in God, and I am well able to continue my path in God. We're just about done. We're coming down to grind. All right. Let's read these last four affirmations.
1: I am more than a conqueror. I have seeds of greatness on the inside. Mm. I am talented mm. and I can be anything I want to be. Oh, so powerful.
0: Ooh, we don't have enough time to really, dig, I could dig deep into each one, you know, but oh my God. The first one she says, I am more than a conqueror. What would you say about that statement?
1: Well, looking at the word conquer. Yes. The image that is conjured up in my mind is you're in a battle. Yes. And you win the battle. Yes. But grounding it in spirituality. Yes. To me in life, in my life, the battle is fear. And it is to overcome fear. We can be very fearful. Yes. Of what's happening today in the world. Yes. Um, but if you are grounded in the spirit. Yes. You are equipped you will be a success. God is our life jacket. Yes. We just need to wear it. We yes. need to have that lifeline to the Holy Spirit. And when you have that, you will conquer all. Beautiful. It, it seems simple, James, but yeah. it right. it is when you have the Spirit.
0: Putting on the whole armor of God. Yes, that's in your Bible. You can look that up for yourself. And it will tell you uh, what to put on to withstand the wiles of the wicked. Uh, We fight not against flesh and blood, but principalities of wickedness in high places that would come to attack the mind of a man or woman of God. uh, To slow us down and to take us off path. Uh, That we don't get all that God wants us to have. Glory to God. And so we have to continue to speak into that mirror that I am a conqueror. I can do this. I always say I'm hard to kill. You got to come better than that, devil. It's not going to slow me down. I'm going to keep moving. And even when you fall, get up. Dust yourself off, shake yourself, and keep moving. I've failed many times in life. Oh, relationship with my children. I've failed, I've failed, I've failed. But I keep taking God's word and saying, I can do this. I can get back on course. I get up and I shake myself. Oh, my God. We're just about done. Oh, this has been a wonderful experience. I'm so grateful for this woman of God. Uh, I have seeds of greatness on the inside. Yes, you do. You have seeds of greatness. Now, what you need to do is allow God to water your seed. hmm You will reap what you sow. If you sow good seed and you continue to water it, love, peace, joy. Let's keep it simplistic. If I'm sowing love and I'm sowing peace and I'm sowing joy, I have to reap what I'm sowing. It has to come back. It's real simplistic. And just continue to water that seed of greatness. You are somebody. Glory to God. And the last one was, I am talented. Put your talents to use. Do what you are called to do. I'm called to be a motivational speaker. Filled with the spirit of God. And yes, the last one says, I can be anything I want to be. In God. Glory to God. And so, uh, we're not out of word, but we're out of time. Once again, this is Miss TC, Spirit-Filled Woman of God. I pray that you enjoyed her commentary. Uh, I believe that somebody's going to be blessed from this podcast. We're going all over the world. You know, we're everywhere. And it will be released uh, Sunday... At 2 o'clock, it will be posted to my YouTube, J. Anthony Carroll, as well as our um, Facebook and the podcast, BBS Radio TV uh, podcast, uh, Station One. I pray you get ready to be blessed. And so until the next time we meet. I want to pray that the God would encamp the angels around you in your family, that you would be blessed, that you would be successful, healthy, wealthy, and wise. Until next time we meet, this is Spirit-Filled Revelations, the prophetic voice all the way live from beautiful Phoenix, Arizona. Revelation Exposed. Be blessed. God bless you.